It is Monday, the 11th of October, 2021. Happy Canadian Thanksgiving. And that's the end of the good news. You're listening to the Handsome Genius Club radio show. Hey kids, welcome to the show. My name is Kingdom, Anthony Kingdom James, and not great news over the weekend. Um, getting better, but we had a serious scare. Sunday morning, I woke up to a text message from our good friend Holden Albright, uh, 7 a.m., asking me if I had heard what happened to Kurt. Kurt is, of course, Antihero SOS, formerly known as Hacker Scotty O'Shea, uh, one of our wrestling buddies and uh, a frequent guest on this show. And um, I will let uh, Kurt's wife tell the story here from uh, her Facebook. On October 9th at 6 a.m., Kurt was taken to hospital by ambulance after suffering multiple seizures at home. Upon arrival at the hospital, they discovered a brain bleed coming from a massive tumor in the left side of his brain. The amazing neurological team at the Hamilton General Hospital performed emergency brain surgery and successfully removed the entire tumor. We are unsure what recovery will look like at this time, but we uh, we are on our way there. It's going to be a long road of healing, but I'm so proud of how strong Kurt has been for Charlie and I. Charlie is their um, very newborn daughter. We love him beyond words, and this year at Thanksgiving, words don't describe how thankful we are to have him. Um, the message continues, but uh, oh, here, there's an update here. Uh, just wanted to inform everyone, as the surgery was a success, uh, we don't quite know what his brain activity is yet. Kurt is still under sedation and will be for a while still. Uh, we'll have more tests and results later this week. Feel free to continue messaging Kurt with your love-filled messages. Just know it has been a long, uh, it will be a long time. Before he'll be able to read them. Uh, I think my message. I think my message. Sunday morning. Was uh, akin to. Um, waking up to the news. Of a hacker. Having emergency brain surgery. I think he would appreciate me. Asking whether this. Was them taking the opportunity. To install a brain. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I love this guy. Um, everybody in the Ontario scene loves uh, Hacker. It, uh, if you have a bad word to say about Hacker, you you got to fight me because the guy is just fantastic. Um, like I say, he's been on this podcast. Uh, God, at least a half dozen times over the past year and a half. Uh, and I've been on his show a handful of times as well. 
uh, Wrestling With Myself, his podcast. And um, I am I'm overjoyed to hear that they figured out what was wrong quickly and uh, it, he didn't, ign- you know, whatever happened was serious enough that he didn't ignore it. Um, but that, you know, it, it has kind of a, uh, a David Letterman feel where he's getting, a, he's getting a checkup. They notice something wrong with his heart and, uh, you're not going anywhere. And he has a quintuple bypass right there. Um, whatever was going on with Kurt having seizures, um, let's not, they did not screw around and that's good. And, um, uh, like Ross says, it's going to be a long road to recovery, but, uh, I'm, I, for one, am optimistic that, uh, you know, we get Kurt back amongst the, uh, amongst the community that loves him, um, sooner rather than later. So, uh, with that in mind, I decided to replay an episode, or the interview from an episode of the Handsome Genius Club from a few months ago, from uh, June 23rd, when, um, you know, the newlyweds were still expecting their, uh, their 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 first child's birth. This is just a couple of weeks before Charlie is born, and we talk about a lot of a lot of life stuff, um, a lot of life stuff, and and a little bit about beyond that. You'll see. Um. Anyways, uh, let me talk. Let me do the um. <laughs> the shilling of other things before we get into the interview. Um, the Kickstarter for my comic, uh, Chance for Survival, is upcoming. It's less than less than two weeks away. Uh, it's all actually. It's really. It's just slightly more than a week away. Uh, there's some newsletters that are going to be going out for that. If you uh, if you would like to be informed of the uh, launch of the Kickstarter, go to kickstartthiscomic.com, K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-T-H-I-S-C-O-M-I-C.com. You can click on uh, the button that says notify me on launch, and Kickstarter itself will send you an email to let you know when the campaign goes live. Uh, we are hoping to raise $10,000 Canadian. That's about $7,800 uh, or less U.S. I haven't looked it up yet or today. <laughs> I know we've looked it up on the show before. Um, so, and that will, uh, that will, from stem to stern, that will be the, 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 the first issue funded and delivered to people's homes. Um, we'll get into that some more on, on the Thursday episode. Uh, 
Um, what else? I have some interviews that I'm doing coming up to help promote it. Uh, again, we'll talk about more of that on Thursday. Um, yeah, that's that's the shilling that I had to do. Unfortunately, even in the face of uh, something as shocking and terrible as uh, a friend of ours getting ill, um, some commerce must continue. Anyways, so what we're going to do right now, we'll, uh, I'm, I'll sign off, we'll hit the record scratch, we'll go into the interview, and that will close the show. I will talk to you again. Oh, uh, on the Patreon this week, there's a new, um, a new episode of uh, So This One Time that's going to be released tomorrow, Tuesday morning. Um Another another quick story from my the distant past this time, and um, and of course there'll be the the standard Patreon exclusive episode on Friday. Gonna try and get into some more uh, uh, high level interviews this month that will hopefully bring some more people in and and uh and advertise the kickstarter to them but for right now um for right now uh i just wanted to replay this conversation with uh with kurt sturrock so please kids please for the love of god more than ever take care of one another find some good trouble to get into Your Uncle Kingdom loves you. Hey kids, welcome back. Uh, joining me today, a uh, frequent guest of uh, this here show, and uh, uh, he'd be even more frequent if he ever if he answered his phone <laughs> even half the number of times I've called him to do the show. He doesn't. He sees my name and he knows I don't want to fucking do a podcast. Ladies and gentlemen. The host of Wrestling With Myself, or would I say Wrestling With Himself? Hmm, I don't know. Whatever, fuck it. It's uh, <laughs> it's the uh, hacking anti-hero SOS Scotty O'Shea, Kurt Sturrock. That's it. Yeah. And may I just say, the half the reason, more than half the reason I don't pick up your phone calls is because you're an old man and you don't have quick phone calls. Every phone call is a three-hour podcast that you don't record, okay? <laughs> And that three-hour phone call is usually at the end. The entire reason for the call is just you asking if I can do your podcast. So it's just like, <laughs> I'm just taking a shortcut, okay? What a dick. Anyway, Am I wrong? Um, not entirely. <laughs> so, like, I mean, I can't, I can't rag on you all the way because not entirely. Though, I mean, sometimes I call because I have, like, an actual question for you. That has nothing to do with let's do a podcast. But like half the time that can be settled over text and it would be done immediately. <sighs> Am I wrong? Listen, listen, to give you credit, I, I think what the world is missing is more spontaneous phone calls. I think what you do is great. It's mm -hmm. just so rare and unnatural now. It comes off weird. But really, I think it's great that you literally call people just to talk just to check up, and that's the last compliment I'm going to give you today. <laughs> well, that's 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 the thing with you and I is um, there are newfangled things that I am a proponent of that you're like, what, why, what the fuck? 
And mm-hmm. and and the exact opposite is also true. There are new there are new ways. There's new etiquette. There's new behaviors that you're just like, well, that's what you do. And I mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, it's not what we used to do, and it shouldn't be. I don't know what I don't, I don't know what it is. There's we've got a, a weird, uh, f- interchangeable future man slash Rip Van Winkle <laughs> dynamic going. <laughs> Hey, you're not wrong, really. No, because uh, here, I'll, I'll, I'll okay. I'll, I'll introduce this topic, but we're not going to talk about it yet. Okay. We we had a long text conversation this morning. Yeah. About uh, crowdfunding, yeah. and I really want to talk to you about that. But bef- okay. But before we get into that, I want to ask in more depth: How is Mrs. Antihero doing? She is looking as big as a house right now. I'm surprised she can fit in the door. Uh, <laughs> How many months no. pregnant is Ross? We're at nine. We're at nine. Happen. Oh, so we're ready to go. The turkey's about to pop. Yeah, like her due date isn't for another couple weeks. I don't know when you release this. But uh, tomorrow think, morning, probably. Okay, so it's like two weeks to three weeks. July 7th. Is it the 8th or the 7th or the 8th? Because it moved. July 7th is the due date. It but moves. we're technically... Well... Originally, it was July 8th, which is also her birthday, which is funny. Uh-huh. And then, like, that well, that was when you do the exact math when uh, yeah. we found out she was pregnant. And then it did move a day. But um, Why did it move a day? I guess, uh, yeah, the because math based when you, on the because we, or whatever. Because when you were out of the room, she admitted to the doctor there's somebody else. <laughs> Basically, you, you see, know. Well, actually, doctor, the day before... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she met up with someone the day before, and she's just trying to clamp it on me. Somebody better, I hope. Come on. We're in Hamilton. Believe it or not, I'm like top of the line here. I know you are. You're a Hamilton <laughs> 8. <laughs> Why do you think I don't move? Yeah. <laughs> anywhere else, anywhere else, yeah. the sun would catch me and people would see. <laughs> yeah, I'm a four at best everywhere else. Eight, I look like Richie Rich over here. <laughs> <laughs> You're a solid upper middle class in uh, in Hamilton, which is hilarious because I'm nowhere near. But yeah. in Hamilton, that is the appearance. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. But yeah, she can technically give birth at any moment, and it wouldn't. Even though we're technically not at forty weeks, yeah, it wouldn't be premature anymore because there's a couple week uh, like leeway there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the past while now, it's been like. Any minute it could happen. How is she? Uh, how is she dealing with uh, late stage pregnancy? Is she going crazy? I think so too, because uh, well, she just wants like, she just wants your demon seed out of her at this point. <laughs> well, that's definitely like she's just living uncomfortably all the time now, yeah. right? Like there's yeah. that, and plus it doesn't help. Well, thank God we have air conditioning, but like last week was forty degrees Celsius all week and stuff. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, she t- she works at Costco in the tire center, and uh, she's still she working. Supposed- no, 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 that's the thing. So, oh, Jesus! Uh, she took Matt or her maternity leave was supposed to kick in in June, beginning yeah. of June, and because she had some holidays saved up, and that would take us right up to the due date, and then boom, we'd be on maternity leave. Mm-hmm. But uh, just a couple, like a month and a half, two months ago, COVID was like at its worst here. I'm sure we all know. Yeah, and uh, she started to have her managers come up and talk to her and whatnot and be like, hey, have you thought about maybe taking time off early 
because now that Costco can only sell essential items, uh, she used to work at the front desk at the tire center alone, uh-huh. and now Costco has an entire store of employees. They're trying to find places for them to work. So her one-person desk job turned into a five-person desk job that they're all sharing. <laughs> so it's just like her risk just skyrocketed. And, uh, yeah, so she was on stress leave for a bit just to kind of yeah play it safe. And then so she's been cooped up for a while, so she's just ready to get his baby out of her and try to get life on the road again. You go to work and she spends all day staring at that dumb dog. <laughs> no, uh, first off, it's two dogs. They're great. Oh, dogs. right. They're yeah, probably yeah, the only yeah. thing keeping her sane. You sound like Mellow right now. He is, every time I talk to him, he's like, oh, you wait, wait. As soon as you have this baby, you're not going to love those dogs at all. Blah, 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 blah. Just like, love isn't, the, you don't have like a meter and you only have so much of it. He just thinks the minute I see the No, Mellow, Mellow's, Mellow's, Mellow's love uh is uh, it comes in it comes in a jerry can it comes in a it comes in yeah. an orange plastic. Pound, that's all he has yeah and he's not walking all the way back to the love station to refill <laughs> no 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 never never <laughs> oh my yeah God. i always tell him i was like so you have three kids by the time your third kid came out did you just not love your first one as much anymore because by by your logic that is how it works Aren't, aren't two of his kids twins? Aren't the second yep. and third twins? Do they come out at the exact same time? I don't know the science to it. Well, no, no. There's a few minutes in between. So There you go. So, so in those I, few so minutes, s- he was starting to hate his yeah. firstborn Sucks. more and more. <laughs> or, or is it the other way where, I mean, the last kid gets, like, the dregs of his love? That's true. Or isn't it, when you have three, too, isn't it the middle kid they just got forgotten about? Yeah. So, so that, yeah, imagine with him. imagine being born uh, four minutes before your brother <laughs> and being ignored. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's a real thing that probably happens too. I'm sure. Oh God, they're identical twins, but one's the ugly one. Oh, of course. <laughs> Have you uh, you know the sex? Yes, it's a girl. I can't wait. It's a little a girl. baby girl. And 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 have you picked out names? We do. I don't think I'm allowed to share it. Uh, but it rhymes with Quanda. It rhymes. It rhymes with what? Quanda. <laughs> <laughs> You're naming your daughter Wakanda. <laughs> well, maybe. It, I personally like Wanda, Marge, Beatrice, you know, sexy names like that. Oh, yeah. Give her give her all sitcom mother-in-law names. <laughs> well, um, I actually like, like, old school names. Yeah. Like, I, for a boy, I love the name Hank. Like, I just love those old school names. But now, wait a minute. And, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Like, birth certificate, it says Hank, or birth certificate, it says Henry, and you call him Hank. Like, no, no, normal Hank, people Hank. would. No, it's Hank. Hank as in Hill would be his name. Like, no funny business. It would be Hank. Like, just like, and I like Gordy. Yeah, but Hank, but Hank Hill was Hank. Are you talking about the fucking cartoon character or the real person, Hank Hill? I'm talking about the cartoon character, okay? Okay. Hank is a real name. You can name somebody Hank. Sure, you can name somebody. You can name somebody. A fucking Elon Musk named his kid some kind of math equation. You can name your kid. You can name your kid Squirrely Dan. Yeah, so why are you arguing me with this? <laughs> because I because you said you're into old fashioned names. Yes. But but Hank is a nickname for Henry. 
but I like Hank. I, I okay. was when I okay. said the word Hank, when I said the name Hank, believe it or not, I meant the name Hank. Okay, but I'm just I'm testing Hank? how far back your uh, is your name Richard because uh, you're a real dick right now. <sighs> My name is Anthony. And people Anthony call Anthony don't and people Anthony call, don't quotations kingdoms James. Yeah. My name my name is Anthony. What's your middle name? You really don't know it? I do know it and I can't remember it. Reed. R E I D. As oh. in Flair, as in uh oh, okay. a book. Alright. Is that a family name? Is that somebody's like maiden name or something? No, no, if it is, I don't know. Oh, okay. Alright. I, I, I used to hate it because I was a bad reader. Ah, oh. and, and so dyslexic, you didn't know that that's how read wasn't spelled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how I spelled it for you. Just reading. No, but you said you said I'm into old school names, and I was wondering, you know, about you said Hank as opposed to Henry. Uh, yeah, well, that's I all. Just, like, that's, that's all. I, I really don't even mind Henry, honestly. I just Hank's always my kind of the one I. Why don't you call him? As a, why don't you call him Heinrich? Well, see, now we're getting to that's that's sounding a little too European, okay? Okay. But we, so the name I actually I did like for a girl, and it's like a little obscure, but it's still a name was Pearl. Like an old lady's name, but I like that name. It's absolutely absolutely an old lady's name. My mom hated it, so I was like, oh, we got to name her this now. But we came up with a better name. Did she have a reason behind hating it? No, just hated it. And my mom, much like me, like, if you ask for opinion, I will tell you the opinion, regardless yeah. if you want to hear it. Yeah. You know, I get it from her, and she was just like, I fucking hate that man. I won't be calling her Pearl. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Your grandmother hates you because we named you Pearl. She's like, I'll call her something else. Yeah. <sighs> And to my granddaughter Pearl, who thought I wouldn't remember her in my will. Yeah. <laughs> Hel- Hello, Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna be a dad soon. Yeah, that's, any minute. It's that's wild. Cr- that's crazy because you're uh, you're an idiot. Yeah. Wow. And that's the crazy thing. Everybody's like, like I was saying the other day when I was at a pool party. I was like, oh, I can't wait to see how you be a dad. She's like, listen, I realize I'm an idiot. Yeah. Many, many, oh, I'm going to butcher this, more stupider people had kids and succeeded. More okay? stupider people? Eh? More right? stupider? I'm nowhere close to the top of the idiot list. Oh, that no. Had, that had no, you, so just like, no, what are you, you worried aren't. about? You aren't. I, I think that you'll actually make a pretty decent dad, man. Oh, I'm going to be great. Uh, no doubt. Yeah. But knowing knowing there are bigger idiots out there that have like succeeded yeah. is a nice like security blanket just to know, okay, I shouldn't well, be the worst. Well, what do you count as succeeding? Because look, Tom Hanks has a kid. That's true. He's yeah, a, he's a weirdo. His kid's a fucking maroon. Yeah, that is true. Chet Hayes. <laughs> but Tom Hanks was normal, right? Yeah. So then there's like I'm not normal. I'm the weird one, so I may have birthed a normal person. A okay. normie. All right. We'll see. The jury's out. You think dumb skips a generation? <laughs> Hard to tell. It got my dad pretty bad. So. <laughs> oh, man. Here, I got a question for you. Yeah. I see. So this is a real issue. 
Oh, shit. Somebody started mowing the lawn. Can you hear that? No, I'm good. Okay. If it gets too bad, just let me know. Okay. But You'll throw a rock at them? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let me know. I won't do anything about it. I just like to know. Okay. So everybody has a Twitch, a podcast, something, especially during the quarantine. Yeah. Everybody was looking for that creative outlook. Yeah. Okay. Outlet, sorry. And I just, like, it is, I do my podcast once a week. And then I get asked to do podcasts once to twice a week. Mm-hmm. Do you not just feel, and of course I'll do everyone's podcast because so many people donated time to do mine. Be a real asshole thing to do. Be like, no, I'm not doing it. But do you not feel like you get overexposed so quickly now? Like I'm almost hesitant to do podcasts and I'm just like, um, what more do I have to say? Like I, I have no drawability anymore. I'm positive about that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think about it in I think about it in the other direction. Like, um, okay. there uh, though I I would probably say it hasn't come to that yet, but I would probably say I'm going to start politely saying no to some podcasts. Yep. Just because I do, you know, I I I supposedly do three of my own a week. Yeah, right. That's a lot in itself. And I'm I'm behind. I didn't do a Monday episode. Uh, and I've, and there's been two recent Thursdays that I haven't done. I've felt, I've felt a little, it's not burnout. It's, it's, there's been, but it's, it's something akin to a, like a little lack of motivation Sure. on a couple of recent days, because this year I've won, I've reduced the number from five to three a week and I've wanted to do more interviews, but some days I haven't hustled to get interviews. And then I it's come a lot on, to it, yeah. Yeah, and then I come up on a Thursday, you know. I, I you know I come I, I come to a Wednesday and I haven't secured an interview, and I don't I just I don't want to do another solo cast. I want I'd rather not do an episode than do something than just force something shitty onto the listeners. Um, but I also have an OCD in my head. That I know if I continue at three, uh, three a week, I know when the 400th and I know when the 500th episode. Yeah. Are supposed to be this year. They're marked in the calendar. And I want to, I, I want to keep up with those dates. Sure. I get that. Um, but you know, if I don't, uh, it, it that's okay. Yeah. Um, but more than anything, I think of it in, in, in terms of the other direction, in terms of, um, in seeking out interviews, um, like <laughs> this will sound, this will sound like I'm burdening you with something and I apologize. <laughs> no I would never, I would never say no to you. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's, there, there's never, that. there's never a time where if, if we do this today and then you call me tomorrow and say, fuck, that was good. Uh, let's do another one or come do mine. I would always say yes, because I, I know, I know that we're going to have fun. Even, even if what we put out is just a fucking dog's breakfast to anybody listening. I know, I I know you and I are going to have fun. Um, but when I think about other people, like, I have enough connection either first or second hand with like a bunch of ECW guys mm-hmm. that I could get an ECW guy, right? 
But yep. but which one? And how many fucking podcasts has that guy done? And how many fucking times has he still like? You remember who Paul Henderson is? Mm, remind me. Paul Henderson uh, was an NHLer who scored the winning goal in the Soviet Super Series in 1972. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, Paul Henderson. How could I forget? Well, you're a Canadian and you like hockey, right? I'm Canadian. I don't like hockey. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, but it, but here, here's I mentioned. He sounds him, like a big deal. Yes, I mentioned him for a reason. His big career highlight was that one. He played in the NHL, but he was no great shakes. Mm-hmm. And his big claim to fame has always been he scored that goal that beat the Russians in that first gigantic international Team Canada versus Team USSR series. Mm-hmm. And I met him in the early, in the mid nineties, earlier mid nineties. And he was talking to a crowd of people. And one of the things he said is, I talk about that goal, that one goal, over 300 days a year. Jesus, yeah. He, he said between, th- I think he said between 300 and 350 days a year, he's talking about that goal. So how many fucking times has ECW wrestler X talked mm-hmm. about that one match again and again and again? What new story are you going to get out of it? Yeah. And then there's people that I think would be good guests, but am I the person to interview them? You know who you know who I'm trying to get right now? You know who? Well, okay. Uh, I sent out feelers to Mayor John Tory here in Toronto. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I sent out. I sent out. Uh, I've spoken to the uh, communications director for my uh, my city councilor Paula Fletcher, who I've talked about on this show a bunch of times. Because I want to. I want to know how you go from being the leader of the fucking communist party of Manitoba in your in your fucking twenties. <laughs> To being a, 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 a Toronto city councilor in your fifties, and that's uh, true. Yeah, I, I wow. think she. I think she'd have a great story to tell, and I think there's some, you know, like some local stuff that I could talk to her about that people that would resonate with people anywhere. You know, yeah. s- city planning and and uh, and the housing crisis and stuff like that. So, uh, so I want to talk to her. There's a couple of people on my list that. Like, I mean, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I would love to talk. I want to talk to Paul McCartney. I want to ask him about one fucking song. You really think your dog shit podcast is going to get Paul McCartney? No, but if I don't, but if I don't try, if I don't try, I'll never know, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I totally I'm, ho- agree. I'm, I'm hoping that the novelty of one of, of a guy who wants to ask about one song and the song isn't a Beatles song. It's a McCartney and Wings song called Magneto and Titanium Man. It's a Jesus, it's a song from the early 70s about superheroes or supervillains on a bank heist. Really? And, yep. It's Magneto, Titanium Man, and the Crimson Dynamo. Jesus. I and gotta listen to this. It's a song about them fucking hitting a bank and there's a there's a really famous picture of mccartney backstage at a concert with jack kirby 
the guy who oh, wow. co-created the X-Men. And yeah. Jack Kirby is Jack Kirby was born a crotchety old man. So I'm looking <laughs> at this you're looking at this photo and all I can think is is you know he's grimacing and Paul is smiling and I want to know the story of that photo and I want to know the story behind that song. And if I if if I were in an elevator with Paul McCartney, I would legit say two things to him. One, your fucking music has helped me live. And two, what the fuck is up with Magneto and Titania? <laughs> that is cool. Like, I, I feel like how you kind of said, I'd love to interview this guy, but I'm not the guy to do it, type deal. Yeah, there, well, there's some the- people, like, look, um, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of who would be a great example of, I'm not the guy. It's it, like there's there's people that have incredible stories to tell. Everybody has a story to tell. Some some yeah. stories are really fucking incredible. But am I the person to get that story out of you? Yeah. You know. So I get that a lot. Like do you ever watch Hot Ones on YouTube? Yes. I love Sean Evans cuz he gets these questions yeah. that surprises the guests every week. They're always like taken back never the run-of-the-mill questions and i try to do that yeah but at the same time sometimes i don't know the answer to the obvious question and i am genuinely curious and it's just like fuck do i do i open the door to being just like every regular interviewer if i'm genuinely curious or do i try to like be outside the box and just try to kind of take him by surprise when actually leaving out things i i genuinely want to know yeah i um I would I would go for the I would go for the interesting question if I were. Yeah, I think that is the best. Like if 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 Paul McCartney gave me 5 minutes, what am I going to ask him? Hey, uh uh did Yoko really break up the Beatles? <laughs> Fuck off. I'm asking him I'm asking him, "Hey man, did Jack Kirby even know who you were?" <laughs> yeah, that could be it. Yeah, really. <laughs> Did you, did this did this crotch the old man chewing on a cigar drawn uh drawn space creatures Have, you know like I mean when you met him when you met him did he look at you and say yeah Magneto don't rob banks <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. I'm absolutely fascinated by that so, that is cool yeah and, and like you say you start off with the creative question yeah he can take a liking to you. And then he can start, he can almost go into his own tirade, and then you get the answers to the questions you were curious about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it it just opens the door. I want to try and make it different. I don't want to, there are some people that I absolutely want to ask, hey, how'd you get started in wrestling? Yep. Because, you know, some people are, uh, I, I feel like it's introducing them to the world. I'm hoping that a handful more people find out about, you know, whoever I'm talking to and learn about them and get interested in them. And then some people, it's like, would I, at this point, I might, like, if I have Julian on the show, Mm -hmm. if I get, if I'm, if I got Ethan Page here and I'm talking to him, am I, do I really want to talk to him about, how he got started in wrestling 
Like, yeah. I would ask him, I would a- I would definitely ask him about the first time he worked for me. But then I then I'd ask him something pretty fucking uh obvious that you know needs to be said. Hey, what's it fucking like feuding with Sting? What's it like yeah. what's it like putting together a match with Sting? That's what I'd be interested in, yeah. I absolutely have to ask him that. Yeah. Um and the thing with guys breaking into the business, unless you broke in in basically the 70s or early 80s, it's essentially the same story now. Yeah. I went to a wrestling school and A, B, and C happened and now I'm here. Yeah. You know, it's no more breaking in. It's, it's, I trained. I found a school. I didn't like that school. I changed. So like, yeah, I yeah. know, I know exactly what you're saying. There's no, it, 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 it's become, it's become cookie cutter. There's too many people that have a similar story. So how do you get an interesting? Uh, how do you get an interesting story for your listener uh, out of the same carton of milk? Yeah, that's very. That's a good way of putting it. Really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are just bags of milk. Yeah. It's- <laughs> And for anybody thinking about starting a podcast, doing the podcast isn't the challenge. It's reaching out to people nonstop yeah. and booking people. That is the challenge. Yeah. Well, that's why when somebody like messages me and is like, "Hey, I'd love to come on your pod," I was like, "You're doing all the hard work for me. Like yeah. done." Yeah. As long as like you're going to be interesting. I've had a lot of people. Where it's just like, what are we going to talk about? I don't. I don't get. A, I don't get a lot of that, eh? I don't get a lot of people reaching out to me. I, luckily, lately, I've gotten a lot there's, of people. There's a couple of pe- there's a couple of people who have reached out to me, and and said yeah. And sometimes it's people. It's like the problem with me is I'm uh, I'm like my mother. I'm a contrarian. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you come to me and say, "Hey, when am I going to be on your podcast?" I get that yeah. I get that Vince McMahon feeling of well, I didn't. I didn't come up with this, so it's not a good idea. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like you offered something. You know? <laughs> like my buddy Ron used to do the podcast all the time back in like oh eight and oh nine when I first yeah, oh eight, oh nine when I first started. And now it's like he's like you know, he'll say to me, Well, you never have me on the podcast anymore. I was like, I don't want to fucking talk to you. <laughs> 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 because we spent so much time together at work, I know all your stupid fucking stories, and you oh, know, yeah. and you know all of mine, and you're just gonna bring up the embarrassing ones. <laughs> that is the fun stuff to listen to. Yeah, but I don't want that. <laughs> like before, like right before we started recording, yeah, you were you called me basically like it sounded like you were crying still. I was what? like, what's wrong with you? And. I you were saying how upset you were that Paul Bernardo didn't get granted his bail or whatever, and I was just like, or <laughs> "What the fuck like, are you talking about?" So we could dive into that. Like, what you are you Paul talking Bernardo about? You should be released, stupid bastard. <laughs> I, you I'm know sorry, what? I didn't know. You know what? I I did hear that he was up for parole again. I so he he got denied parole. Yeah, right oh. before, literally, I was on Facebook, like, waiting for your call, and that was the last headline I read that it got denied. What a fucking shame that he is I believe he served out. his time personally, but... Whoa, really? Do you? Rape, 
raping a couple girls, murdering them, like, he served, what, 25 years? I think it's a clean slate. No. <laughs> I was hoping you didn't talk, you wouldn't say anything, because I wasn't going to say anything, and just let that dead silence no. sit forever. No, there's a difference between, there's a difference between a bar fight got out of hand and I killed a guy, well, and, or, there's a, 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 hold on, a bar fight got out of hand and I killed a guy, and then up a level is I caught a guy banging my wife and I killed him. Yeah. And then up three or four more levels is is I lured girls into my into my rental home and murdered them and made well, my made my wife participate and her sister was one of the That's this, the thing I made my He's a fucking sister join. He's a fucking monster who should be buried under a prison. Like this I feel is, like you're kink shaming right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not. <laughs> but whatever you're into, as long as it's not that. But <laughs> you know when you're when when your when your Wikipedia page lists your uh, your aliases as the Scarborough rapist and the school <laughs> the schoolgirl killer. <laughs> I mean. Uh, I I lived through I was I was in my my teens when all this was going on. I remember the news. What year was that? Was that like ninety four, ninety five? Oh fuck no, eighty seven through ninety, dude. Oh, it was that long, eh? Yeah, okay. he he was driving around. Why are we talking about this, you stupid bastard? It's interesting. <laughs> I was, know about it. He was driving yeah. around in like a, a Trans Am or an IROC or something like that. Because didn't they uh, make any everybody that was owning that car? They were pulling everybody over to like ID well, check them and make sure it wasn't. Well, it, wasn't it that was. The story? It was. It was. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, then it turns out it's it's fucking him and him and his wife, and they're just. Ugh. Yeah, he really he really should be. He really should be buried under a jail. And the fact that the fact that uh, Carla Homolka is uh, out and free and remarried and has kids. Isn't she a teacher in like Quebec or was before she got outed a couple years ago? No, no, no. She was uh, she was volunteering at her kids school. Uh, She wasn't a teacher. She wasn't a teacher, but she was. yeah, she was like, you know, doing, you know, PTA shit or wh- however you call it. like the parents yeah. of the school volunteer for chaperoning and shit, and then somebody realized, hey, um, should you be around children? She's so messed up. Yeah, yeah, it's very messed up, dude. But uh, listen, it, it, if. If the point of jail is to rehabilitate people, hopefully she's rehabilitated. But, um, but she, yeah, she, um, they struck a deal with her. They struck a plea bargain with her. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. To testify against him. And that's why she's out. So, you know. Anytime you're fucking around with kids, though, I just have, like, no remorse. No. I think we just got we gotta get rid of you. Sorry, sorry yeah. if it's in your DNA. Sorry if it's nothing you can control. I don't I don't care what the excuse is, but like you're a liability to everyone around you. You gotta you gotta go. Yeah. Sorry. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, listen, we're going to get into a whole thing about cr- the criminal justice system about prisons here because, uh, um, you know, if prison is meant to uh, rehabilitate some and just remove others from society because they're they're an undeniable danger to society, it, 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 it's also become a place where, or it's long been a place where Sometimes you just put people because because you don't like the 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 cut of their jib, and yeah. in the and in the meantime, uh, you can make them stamp license plates for seventeen cents uh, a day. You know, yeah, it's forced slavery. Yeah, it it, it is. It's the re- it, and especially in the United States, it's the replacement. Yeah. it's the replacement for slavery. So, anyways, yeah. how do we get onto that? You're a fucking weirdo. i always know when we do these that somewhere in here you're going to throw just a just a a fucking conversation hand grenade i don't appreciate how you're blaming this on me you brought it up as you called me weeping and i was just like okay (laughs) let's get through this and start this podcast what are you what are you eating for dinner tonight what are you having for dinner i don't know yet she she hasn't made up her mind yet i don't don't know that is the nice thing like she's a great cook so every night there's something home I, we'll probably barbecue something. Has she, uh, has, let's not say she, has, has, has Roz, uh, has she, like, gone off the rails with any weird pregnancy food? Not really. It's kind of been a letdown. Like, yeah. not, not that I was excited for her to, like, push, like, wake me up in the middle of the night and be like, I'm craving pickles and whipped cream or something. Yeah. But, yeah. like, there's been next to nothing. One night she woke up and she wanted Fruit Loops, but she didn't oh, wake me up. She just told me when I woke up, she was like, I was craving Fruit Loops. And then like she's just sitting up in bed with a fucking salad bowl full of cereal. Yeah. <laughs> and then you wake up when she spills milk in your ear. <laughs> and then she's like been craving uh like fruit. So nothing fun at all. Oh, okay. Well, not not that it's nothing fun. Fruit loops are fun, but nothing goofy. No, no, nothing like that at all. Yeah. Like we've been eating good regardless, but can it's you, just Can you pickle meat? Um I guess it wouldn't be called pickling. Isn't that when you just, like, salt it? Well, salted meat is a different thing. I mean, would pickle... Would pickle... You mean to actually preserve it uh, like through I, the pickling? I, well, I, listen, I, I, I made pickles a couple of weeks ago, and I'm waiting for them. They're in the fridge. i got to wait another, like, month almost. And I, I keep looking at them like, fuck, I want, I, want, I want to try one of these pickles. But i got to wait till mid-July. And then I was thinking about, you know, you pickle eggs, but... I had a weird thought about could you pickle meat. I I wonder um, if you could if it was like a pepperoni stick, something that has some kind of like like a, like it would end up you know what, coating around it. Yeah, you know what it would end up becoming? It would be it would be wet jerky. Yeah, probably. And that's you. Do you ever watch Good Mythical Morning? Uh I've watched it once or twice. Yeah, I've watched it every day for the past like seven years, whatever. <laughs> but they go through. They do these things all the time. They go through their spurts, and it'll they'll just do things like we left things in a chlorine for a month. We then to see what happens and stuff. And I'm pretty sure they've done an episode on like we left things in pickle juice for a month yeah. and come back to it. So I have to search it, but yeah, I'm sure they've done it. They've done so much stuff. Well, what if, they can put through a coffee maker, Brita. <laughs> well, listen, the greatest question of all time that nobody is ever going to waste twenty four dollars to find out. Uh, if you pee in a Brita filter, 
what comes out. They've done that. Really? Oh, well, they I'll be searching uh, Google. I'll be, I'll be searching it YouTube. It wasn't Brita, actually, now that I think about it. They got these uh, survival straws that is supposed to uh, clear up any contaminated water. So you could drink out of a dirty puddle. Yeah. I've seen, and by the I've time seen it goes that through the straw. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they did it with their urine. Uh, okay. And they said it worked. Okay, that's fine. It's drinkable. Here, here's the... Here, <laughs> the <laughs> Two problems. One, one. Like if I were ever in a position where I had to drink urine, you're telling me you you don't dabble in water sports. I don't believe no, that for a second. never. You've paid to have men or women pee in your mouth, and I never, know never. You've got that is splattered ne- on your face. No. Uh, listen, there's a lot of fucking <laughs> kinky shit that I'm perfectly willing to admit to, but not water sports in any way, shape, or form. No, you can't even. No, wrap no. Your mind around it. No, no. Pi- wrap my mind around it like i mean yeah i can wrap my mind around it and at the end when it comes out the other side my mind says no thank you uh not interested why has Roz peed on you um i'm sure in the shower uh okay no problem okay Just well well okay first of all first first of all showering together is so stupid i agree you're you're at the back of the tub. The spray comes off of her, and it's just cold all of a sudden. There's there's not enough room unless you're unless you're Richie Rich and you get like a fucking gym shower with two nozzles and uh, and and like eighty yards of ceramics. Don't don't shower together. Just shower separately and then meet back in the bedroom for fuck's sake. But two water sports. No, 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 no water sports, no crap, no blood. Oh, come on. You're not fun at all. Oh, I'm a fucking load of fun, dude. Yeah, you're I missionary am... with the lights off, a load of fun. <laughs> missionary with the lights off. <laughs> a real riot. That is just turn the lights off. How are any? Yeah, of, hold on. You turn the lights. You. If you turn the lights off, how are any of the cameras going to pick up what you're doing? <laughs> I got a question for you. Since you grew up in the 30s, I want to know what time was like back then. You're such if a you're, stupid bastard. If you're willing to kind of explain it or just paint the picture, this this smells like you already know something about me, and you think you finally have an excuse to ask. <laughs> Swear to God, I don't. This is like, it's a pretty by-the-books podcast question, I think. Okay, yeah. Do you remember, of course you do, what was it like the night, day, afternoon when you lost your virginity? It was uh, was an afternoon uh, near my, uh, just before my 18th birthday. Uh, We were living in Oakville. I went into into the city with my mom to go to, quote-unquote, go to school. You lost your virginity with your mom? So you're getting it? You're, you're, you're. Am I jumping ahead? I'm, I apologize. You're, sorry. You're, you're such an <laughs> asshole. Sorry. Sorry. She, she dropped me off and she went to work. I went and picked up my girlfriend. We took the go train back to Oakville and, uh, and spent the day fooling around. 
Awesome. Where? Yeah. At my house. Okay, I lost, okay, okay. I lost my virginity in my own bed. Okay. Yeah. And how, uh, like... It was not great. No, really? Like, did you last long? Uh, yeah. Yeah, back in those days, I lasted forever, every time. Like, like it was problematic. <laughs> well, I could just... Uh, the, my first time, there I lasted was, forever, too, because I just couldn't believe I was doing it. Like, I wasn't even... It was an out-of-body experience. Yeah. I, just, I can't believe this is happening. Well, we, we had a problem with... Uh, we had a problem with size. She was a oh my god! Oh, here I, listen, we go. I don't want. Here we go. She was I a get she it. was a very tiny, she was a very tiny girl. She, mm-hmm. she was very tiny girl, and mm-hmm. and and uh and anxiety. Like I mean, you know, you probably cons- full body constriction at that point. So. <laughs> So, uh, my, uh, my second time was like most people, my second time was way better. And with the same girl? Uh, no. Different Holy girl. moly. Different girl. We, we, that was your girlfriend. Yeah. We broke up not too long after. Oh no. Yeah. You must've been a real king. No. Uh, you know, you know what it was? Um, uh, and <laughs> here, maybe, maybe, maybe the, you'll eat some words. It was coming up on it was coming up on prom season. Well, okay. Hey, this is for you. You can reuse this. Thank you. Yeah, it was coming up on prom season. I'm black. She was Portuguese. Still is. Uh, she was Portuguese. <laughs> the complete and utter fear of introducing me to her parents uh, shattered her mind. Nice. And we end, and she ended up breaking up with me to date some like completely nondescript white guy for a few months. Jesus, yeah. And and we're still we're still friendly. We uh, we saw each other a little uh, like oh god, like ten years ago. We uh, we had a little fling. Um, but uh, she's happily married once again. And, and, uh, and she's, she's living a good life. I like her. She, we're, we're still, you know, we're still friendly. That's um, good. She's, she's, she's great. Has the opportunity ever risen to maybe revisit that fateful afternoon? It, like I say, it did, uh, about a dozen years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And was it better? Way better. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's a fun story then. Yeah. So it took a while to like finally carve out a nice ending for it, but yeah, yeah, you you must ri- lay your head down at night knowing that the first time wasn't a total lackluster event. No, you did revisit it. <laughs> no, it was not a total lackluster event. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it, it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool. And did and- you guys go see like a Buster Keaton movie afterwards? <laughs> or- Anything like that, you know? Oh no, we well no. Go to the D Day parade. We were watching. We were watching the Zeppelins land. (laughs) You're an asshole. I get it though, honestly. How old are you again? You're thirty. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Okay. And that's what I'm telling you. Like, for the longest time, I was the young guy everywhere, right? Yeah. And it just feels like that was yesterday. And now I'm not really the young guy. I'm not old. 
but I'm not young anymore. And it really makes you realize, fuck, time moves fucking fast. Yeah, you know, I, so I joke, but I'll, I'm right behind you. You know what I uh, what I realized a um, couple of days ago? I uh, I was on my bike actually. I was out for a ride, and uh, and and just having random thoughts. And yeah. I was I was thinking about um, uh, the lottery. If I won the lottery, what would I do? And of, yeah. and of course, it's like you know it it. <laughs> You know, just I'm just blowing millions of dollars. Uh, which, uh, if you wanted to buy a home in in Toronto, you'd be blowing millions of dollars, anyways. But I for thought, a moderately sized home, yeah. But I, um, but you know, I'm thinking about that. Like, would I buy a condo, or would I build a house outside of town, or you know, blah blah blah. And then I, I, I thought, this is the kind of thing I would only be doing. If I won the lottery or if like somebody optioned one of my comic books and it turned into a billion dollar property, um, if, if, if it's just a matter of, if it were a matter of like get a second job and work harder and accumulate some money and buy, you know, buy a condo, I'm not do, I'm, I'm 50 and I've got no kids. My brother is five years older than me and has no kids. So I've got, oh my God. yeah, I've got no dependents. There's nobody, it, 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 suddenly in my head, it turned into a conversation with myself about generational wealth. And <laughs> who am I, who am I, who would I fucking work like a dog to pay for a mortgage to hand that house to when I die? That's a real good point. Like, I mean, I'm at a point now where... I'm pretty sure I'm not going to have kids. Yeah. Unless I slip one past the goalie. It's the old Portuguese lady again. It, <laughs> she's had her kids. I don't think she. Uh, <laughs> she had her kids young. They're fucking, they're in college now. Um, like, would I, like, who would I be passing any of that stuff on to? Am I, am I going to, am I going to, am I going to give a house to, Pete, and then mm-hmm. who's he passing it on to? Five years, he'll outlive me, but by fucking how much? So, <laughs> so, so, why would I bother buying a home at this point? Unless it were a matter of you know, a fucking Brewster's millions, and I've yeah. got to spend this money. I plan to go. I plan to go into into the grave at least a dollar in debt. Just uh, you know, just so that, just so that you know, the final words in my uh, my the reading of my will are, uh, go fuck yourself for it. <laughs> if the che- if the check to the undertaker bounces, you know you lived right- life right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do I care if you spit on my ashes? <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. That is true, though. That that's like something I've never had to think about. That like, yeah, just my situation, and especially now with having a kid, it changes even more. But that is interesting as a single dude who's fifty. Yeah, it's just like who, whatever I build up for myself, it's gonna go to someone eventually. So yeah, and uh, you know, interesting. Like, I mean, one of the things I uh, one of the things I think about is I have, um. I have mementos from my mom passing away. Mm-hmm. 
not only who are who's my stuff gonna go to, like, you know, and I've got that worked out. Mm-hmm. But um who are who are the family photos and who are who are you know, like who's my where's my mom's uh little urn gonna end up if something happens to me? Damn. Yeah, it's it's fucking heavy, dude. It's it's heavy thoughts. Wow. And and what's gonna happen? Um, I I I will sometimes spend time thinking about, and you wonder. You look at me and my goofy smile now and again, and you think well, that guy doesn't look depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ask me a question when I first wake up. Uh, <laughs> In your defense. Yeah. I always look at you and I go, that guy has to be defend- depressed. So I oh, hope that really? makes you feel wow. better. Wow, I'm, I'm yeah. looking for a yeah. fine line in between those two <laughs> assumptions. You know, I'm looking. I, I I would prefer you think, well, he's dancing a razor. He's dancing on a razor line above. Uh, <laughs> it could go either way. <laughs> but I, but I, I I think about my. I certainly think about my own mortality, and um. Uh, the idea of um, uh, what we leave behind, to yeah. quote, to quote a Star Trek episode title, uh, and uh, you know, I want to uh, uh, my legacy won't be uh, my legacy will be a, a, an aging, uh, an aging, not necessarily sociable cat. And uh, and whatever whatever books I I produce, and I <laughs> you know I hope uh, I hope the books are good because Chloe will claw your face off if you try and better. <laughs> well, here that's interesting too. I love talking about mortality. I've always been fascinated by it. Well, I mean, look at you. you know, your father's an undertaker, so yeah, yeah. It's just it was always something around. Yeah, but like, does leaving your mark or your legacy you it obviously means something to you because you brought it up but yeah. like do you feel like you have something to prove or i don't even know to to get done before you pass oh absolutely to leave that legacy yeah a- absolutely i i i have uh, i have work to do i have not created my my masterpiece okay yet and I, I sometimes listeners to my show know that I struggle with getting past the bad wiring in my head a lot of times mm-hmm. to uh, to do that. And sometimes I overwhelm myself with what I think are great ideas, and uh, can't focus on one long enough to get it done in a timely fashion. If I were, if, you know, if I only had one comic book idea, it would be the only thing I'd be doing. But then sometimes, you know, I get sidetracked by a wrestling idea or a different comic book idea. Or, you know, like there are times where a few weeks ago I went for a walk to clear my head about the, the comic book stuff I was working on and came up with an all new idea. <laughs> it's like fuck me. I get angry. I literally, deeper. I literally get angry at myself sometimes because it's like I'm working on this when I should be working on this. I was yeah. writing, I was writing stuff for 
for the wrestlers union yesterday and like this morning when I woke up and it's like fuck me I got a comic book I I got comic book stuff I should be concentrating on so <laughs> you know it's gonna turn into one of those Michael Keaton multiplicity things where I have to photocopy myself and hope that hope that the fourth generation dummy version of me is able to <laughs> like I'll hand him the wrestling stuff because that's the dummy stuff I, I do think so. <laughs> I think having so much on your plate creatively like that yeah. is ultimately a good thing. It might be frustrating, but I think if you could only, if you only ever had one idea, I think this stress of just going like thinking, is this my last thing? Yeah. Is this all I got left? I think that would drive me nuts. No. I always got tons of stuff going. Well, the, 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 the problem for me is that sometimes Sometimes the idea, the ideas, the new idea gets in the way of the old idea and I let it because yeah. I'm afraid. I sometimes I get afraid of working on the old idea because if I don't, if I don't work on it, I can't fuck it up. Oh, wow. And that's, yeah, I, I, I told my dad that about that problem with myself for the first time the other day. And I could hear how sad he got on the phone. That is like a depressing thing to think about, but it's yeah. also kind of. But that's uh, that's 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 a lot of that's that's a lot of who I am is uh, uh you know making jokes to deflect shit and sure. and and in uh, you know Don Rickles machine gun of cheap insults. So that you can't get, if I keep talking, you can't get one in on me. <laughs> and uh, a, uh, a desire to create and a fear that I'm not good enough or that the, oh, here, wow. here, here's the, here, the even deeper thing is what I just said is having a brilliant idea and then thinking I'm not good enough for my own idea. I'll fuck up. Holy. Yeah. Can you imagine if fucking, if God had anxiety? I'm going <laughs> well, to create. God's a piece of shit. Yeah, but hold on. <laughs> hold on. I'm writing new material now for, for stand up. <laughs> God has anxiety. He goes to, he sets out to create the universe and it starts out really great. It's heaven and earth and everything. And then he starts getting into the minutiae and all of a sudden it's fucking. It's platypus this and Republican that. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm fucking up my own shit here. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I could go on. Like, I don't know. That that is interesting because I really, as I get older, you get more introspective and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I realize I have zero fucking ambition. Yeah. Wow. Well. Like, it's the weirdest thing. I don't have, like, I guess I do have a drive to continue doing things. I don't want to die by any means, but it's just like, if this is the best it gets, I'm more than happy with it. Yeah. And I felt like that almost at every stage of my life. That's, there's nothing wrong with being content. No, I, I agree, but. There's nothing wrong with being content. The problem is if you're settling. If you have, if it, you're, well, how do you know the difference, if though? If it's listen, if it's fourteen ninety one, 
and you're yeah. standing on the shores of Spain looking out at the water and you think to yourself, what's, what's over there? And then your answer to yourself is, uh, somebody will go find out. And you, <laughs> and you go back, you go back to your fucking, your day job sweeping chimneys or something, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You've, you've settled. Oh, well, I mean, I could, I could convince the queen to give me some boats and some men and I could sail and fucking find out. But instead, I'll continue selling fruit at this market stand because it pays my bills. That's when you've settled. But if you're content in the settle. And, you know, Christopher, Christopher, Colum- Christopher Columbus was kind of a cunt, so I wish he had stayed at the fruit market. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish that guy had settled. <laughs> we yeah, should he's be a great so- director. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> you're so you sometimes. Home Alone. You're, s- you're so you sometimes. <laughs> well, hanging fruit and I'll pick it. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, you're, if you're content and it's it's not like you, um, it's not, I value, I value, uh, creativity. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And I value people who create things and who do things and you create things and you do things. And if, if you think to yourself, the difference between. Uh, me helping Steve Brown and doing shows and getting to wrestle for other people and and then coming home to my wife. Yeah. Versus, I'll put I'll put all my creative energy into this. I will I will rally an army behind me. I will spend morning, noon, and night becoming the next fucking mega i'll create a mcmahon level empire yeah yeah would you be happy that is that i think that's the ultimate question everybody has to figure out happiness is is the the meter yeah so you you create on a level that you're comfortable with it still allows you to come home at night and be with your wife and your dumb dogs take it back <laughs> that's for Mello. Up. that's totally for Mello. <laughs> I, I just want Mello to pop <laughs> <laughs> he's too busy singing fucking bon jovi on tiktok he won't hear this <laughs> singing every song slow and depressing oh that oh my god that's mellow style right there <laughs> just a small town girl what what song what song do you think we could get him to sing that wouldn't sound like a funeral dirge. Well, I we've tried to think of this. Like, what's the happiest song? I get coming back to like girls girl just want to have fun. Wants to party all the time. That's true. Party That's not a bad one, actually. He'd still butcher it. <laughs> he would fucking destroy it. Every song sounds like a fucking. He's delivering a eulogy. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta I didn't give even it. realize it until Steve Brown pointed it out. No, no I can't that, even listen that to little, it. That little video of Steve doing the impression is fucking amazing. 
it's hilarious. I, I do, but now I want to give now I want to give Mello a playlist of songs like Celebration by Cool and the Gang. Yeah, be good. <laughs> I know. I don't know what it is. It's he has this party up by these DMX. Dead eyes, <laughs> yeah, these dead eyes and this depressing tone, no matter what he sings. Oh, listen, life has beaten the living shit out of out of Emmanuel Mello. Life has a uh, uh, life has beaten the shit out of him, and then gone outside and put on a hat and fake mustache and come back <laughs> into the bar and said, "Are you okay? Can I buy you a drink?" And done it to him again. <laughs> he had my favorite come up, honestly. Yeah. For years, I used to tell him because he was like down on his luck for years. Yeah. And then he met his ex-wife and just life was great. He had these kids. He never thought he'd have kids. Yeah. He was just like living this unbelievable life. And I used to tell him, I was like, man, you're such an inspiration because like how quickly life can change and how true that word was because it changed again. Yeah. It took a left and then uh, here he is. But he's doing good. Let's be real. He's, no, he's, he's the best. He's, yeah. No, he's, he's, he, he, he's a fucking, he's a great guy. And, uh, it would be nice if things were easier for him. Oh, it would yeah, be, it would be nice. It would be nice if life could take could, <laughs> could take its its knee out of the back of his. <laughs> if <laughs> if life would at least take him to dinner first. Oh my god! Before getting before getting handsy. <laughs> life. Life to Mellow, life to Mellow is a is an is a young Italian guy in an IROC cruising around Scarborough in the mid nineties. <laughs> no, it's Portuguese for one, but yeah, I get it. I get it. No, uh, what Bernardo? Oh, <laughs> I didn't put it together. <laughs> it's a callback That's to good. your fucking joke. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> well done. You should be the comedian, Emmanuel Mello. Who? This is how you do a callback, people. <laughs> well, I used to be a comedian, but I'm too I'm I'm uh, I'm too comfortable getting booed. Like my my a lot of, some of my comedy heroes are people like um uh like Doug Stanhope doesn't mind yeah. if he gets booed. He wants the reaction, you know. Uh, fucking, uh, I don't I don't I don't. I don't mind getting booed sometimes, but then there's uh, then there's times where like I'm just reciting shit on stage, and I'm only pretending to interact with the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is there's a very there's a very famous like botch is the only word for it, where uh, once on stage in front of a very packed crowd, I I made a reference to uh, I made a reference to Billy D. Williams. And somebody in the crowd said, Lando Calrissian. And I said, no, Billy D. Williams. And it was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, get the hook. <laughs> <laughs> like it was, it was humiliating how bad it went. So, uh, I wouldn't feel bad. That's about how I picture your comedy anyways. Yeah. Speaking of, I read a hilarious book about just this me? past weekend. I finished it. <laughs> no, no, it was. It was killing me because you like um, Stanhope's book, right? 
Yeah. You've read that. Yeah. I'd say this one is even better. Who, it was, oh, my by? God. Uh, it was a girl, which makes it even crazier. I, I think the name was uh, Diary of Anne Frank. It was hilarious. Okay. You're fucking garbage as a human being. <laughs> how how many people have you have you done that joke to? Quite a few. I'm not gonna lie. Where'd you, where'd you get it? Where'd you get it from? TikTok, actually. I'm a big fan of TikTok. I hated it. I hated it. And then I think I downloaded it because Mello sold me on it. Yeah. And once it gets your algorithm right, like yeah. there is a lot of trash on it. Yeah. But it is. Beats the shit out of Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, yeah. anything. I, it is the best. You know, for me, I want uh, I want TikTok to exist just so that the really good stuff can get moved to Twitter later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to. I, I had TikTok on my phone for like three days, and it was like, fuck this. <laughs> but it's probably because you didn't get your alg- algorithm ready. No, I didn't. I didn't. A while. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I don't want algorithms to understand me. I just want, I want to pick and choose. Like, I hate, I hate, uh, dealing with any kind of algorithm. Like, if I, if I'm on Instagram and I follow somebody, I want to see their shit. Like, give me a timeline that is all of everybody's shit in reverse order. And, and I'll just, I'll, I'll scroll through, I'll doom scroll through it to get back to, okay, this is where I was yesterday. I want to look at all of it. I don't want you to. I don't want you to prioritize anything. I don't want you to suggest it. Ha, you can have a search, uh, like on Instagram. There's the search page where it suggests things for you. But on my yep. ti- on my timeline, I want everything that I'm following in reverse order, and that's it. Don't prioritize shit for me. <laughs> I'll prioritize shit if I decide I don't want to look at somebody's shit anymore. I'll unfollow them or I'll mute them. I don't need I don't need the algorithm saying that this thing that happened seven hours ago is way more important than this thing that happened two minutes ago. That is weird when does it? Funny, funny you brought up the unfollowing. Ricky Stardust, who I had on my podcast a couple months ago, he's my original trainer. Yeah, he messages me today and he goes, "Why'd you unfollow me on Instagram?" Did you? <laughs> and I yeah, I totally did, and I winced out, and I was like, "Oh, my account got hacked." That's why you only saw ads for me selling candles. And then I went back to it because I was just like, "Fuck! Why am I gonna lie?" And I was like, "Not gonna lie." Got tired of too many. Got tired of you posting. Hold on, I want to give the answer because I know the answer. Oh yeah, you'll know. Yeah, I got tired of you posting inspirational memes. Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. I, I love Stardust, but fuck off. Yep. I don't need a. I don't need a. a, a <laughs> I don't need a shadowy picture of knight's armor <laughs> with. With, uh, with, with some pseudo intellectual fuckity fuckery on it. Give Has me, that shit I ever actually hear... inspired anyone to? No. And if, Never. and if, and if it does, you're soulless. I want to hear what, uh, fucking Ricky Stardust has to say. Yeah. I want, I want your wisdom. I want your wisdom, not somebody else's wisdom that, vaguely washed over you because that's 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 like that's like that's like a can of lacroix it's like somebody (laughs) took it's like somebody took a can of water and whispered the word strawberry over it and now it's (laughs) strawberry lacroix 
Because that's what that kind of, that's what that meme bullshit means to me. When it's, uh, you know, uh, I, I want my granddad to sit me on his knee and say, uh, measure twice, cut once. I don't, <laughs> I don't want. Yeah. I don't, I don't need a picture of Tom Hardy lighting a cigarette with the text over it. Having me, yeah. telling me it. I don't need, I don't need people. I don't need fucking right wing douchebags. This isn't Stardust, by the way. Uh, misinterpreting, misinterpreting George Carlin jokes or, uh, or fucking, uh, 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 you know, uh, Martin Luther King speeches to justify their evil bullshit. Hey, if we could bring those two people back from, from death, they'd beat you to a pulp for misquoting them. <laughs> You know, I, I just, I don't, I don't like that stuff. Ugh. I just, my whole thing is on social media, mm-hmm. and this is my, this is like just how I prefer things. And this is why I've started just, even if you're, I'm good friends with you, if you're starting to annoy me online for any reason, I'll just mute you or whatever. But unless, yeah. unless your posts are interesting or yeah. funny, yeah, I don't care. Oh, so you unfollowed me. You muted me a long time ago. Man. No, I haven't. Because my stuff is, you, I, my, my stuff is, my stuff is, uh, like, uh, one third complete bullshit that's going on right now. Like, hey. And that's probably what saved you. Yeah. My, hey, my cat's eating my foot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one, one third, uh, wrestling shit posts and, uh, one third, uh, um, really angry political shit posting. Yeah, and I, I take some interest in that, yeah. right? Like, it's funny. Your anger entertains me. Yeah. <laughs> there isn't a ton of humble bragging and, like, just self-masturbatory stuff on there. Like, that's what really gets me, too. Everybody's a narcissist these days. And I'm sure I'm a hypocrite. I'm sure you can don't have to dive deep into my shit to realize I'm one and the same. It's just... Yeah, but... Just believe because, me. I don't care. Yeah. Just because, just because you're pissing on everyone's face doesn't mean you want piss back. No, I'm a fan of water sports. You're the one that isn't. Oh, I just can't. No. Like, I mean, smell your own pee if you've eaten broccoli. Or, well, or asparagus. Aspar- asparagus. You know, like, I mean. So- you actually drink a La Croix once in a while. You realize that pee Dude, I can just come finished basically water clear. I just finished a, a giant, one of my big metal cups of water. I drink You've water. never drank water in your life. I drink You're pissed. Comes out like diesel oil. Well, that's because I'm a diabetic. <laughs> my my piss my piss comes out like Kool Aid. <laughs> the the Invacana is supposed to uh, to to put more sugar in my pee, which is good, <laughs> which is good for my blood sugar. So, so you should have girls just dying to get on their knees and have a drink. I should, but. I'm also not really good socially. That's true. That that's a killer. I'm I'm yeah, I'm terrible. I'm going to die alone. Well, at least you're confident in it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Star Trek 5. There's a point oh, to there's a point to Here this. Here we go. Star Trek 5 is a terrible movie. May I just stop you and just say the reason you're going to die alone is because every analogy you bring back to Star Trek. Yeah, that's one of the reasons. I know this. My friend, my friend Anna used to say before I had a first, uh, whenever I had a first date, Anna would say, uh, uh, "Stop before you say the weird thing tonight." 
Sometimes that sometimes that helped. But uh, Star Trek V is a terrible movie, but it has two fantastic lines that stick in my head. One is near the end, just because it proves how ridiculous the movie is, where Kirk looks at this giant spectral god face and says, what does God need with a starship? Uh, yeah, what do we need with this movie? But the other one is <laughs> near the beginning of the movie when Spock saves him from falling off a cliff and dying. And he just looks at Spock and Bones with this smirk on his face. And he says, oh, even as I was falling, I knew I wouldn't die. I've always known I'll die alone. And it was like, <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, he is smiling. His character is smiling through the most horrifying personal realization you could ever. I'm going to die alone. Pass the marshmallows. <laughs> Pretty gangster, though. Yeah. And and that has that has that line uh, has stuck with me. <laughs> No matter how much fun I have with you or any of my friends, at the end of the day, they will find me. They will find me alone in this apartment with the cat eating my face for sustenance. You won't even be dead yet. You'll just be taking a nap. Your cat will already start. <laughs> well, she has a couple of times like uh, clawed me in the foot. I prefer. I, I like to sleep with my feet hanging over the edge of the bed. And a couple of times, she's. I guess it's a claw. Could be a. Could be a tooth. But she's uh, she's gone after my foot, and I'm like, you fuck. Are you? You posted a photo once of you taking a dump, and your cat like sat beside your feet. Yeah. And and your your fucking hoof looked like the Chernobyl elephant foot. I was like, is, is this a corpse already? Look at we got to call somebody. Have you ever heard of a moisturizer of a file or anything? Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, I, I I was I woke up this morning thinking, oh man, I. I wish I could. I wish I could get a pedicure. I love getting pedicures. You're gonna shrink four inches once you get it. Get out of here! My nails are not that bad. I'm looking at them right now. It's the uh, it's those corns you got that are giving you a couple inches worth of lift. I saw. There are no. I don't have any corns. You piece of shit. I don't even know what a corn is. To be honest, it's just yeah. hilarious. No, no, I I do have dry feet. That's a black person too, though, isn't it? Oh, I'm ashy. Yeah, I'm I'm ashy, all right. White people are too. We just ignore it. Yeah. It's like like sunburns. Yep. (laughs) Yep. You got that fucking right. Enjoy that shit, idiot. (laughs) Now, here's a question, and I'm not even trying to sound like an asshole, and this has probably been discussed. Sure. You have darker skin, so the sun sun rays are attracted to you more. Yeah, but I have... have uh, I have more mel- uh, melanin, so okay, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm better protected against the sun's rays. Okay, see, obvious question I've never asked, and now I know. Yeah. So, what happens when a black person gets a real bad sunburn? Now? Hold on, I was I was going to say I was going <laughs> to when I when we originally said uh, uh, let's do this this afternoon. I was going to start this by asking so. What simple thing have you learned lately? <laughs> I'm learning about black people right now, actually. Yeah, that's that's what most often happens with our conversations. You're you the learn... guy I go to for any of my race questions. Yeah, because you know I won't necessarily stab you. One of the funniest things you ever said, and you do, you weren't even trying to be funny. Yeah. You gave me permission to say something. Yeah. And after you gave me permission, it sounded more racist, and now I don't say it. 
good. You, Patrick, and Brent all walked in the venue once. Yeah. And I was with some other white dude. Yeah. Right? And I always say an inappropriate thing. It's not It's not the inappropriate thing you think I'm about to say. <laughs> but I look over, and like you three walk in, I go, oh, great, the blacks are here. Right? And then everyone, <laughs> everyone around me is like laughing, right? Because it's inappropriate. And yeah. I said it quiet enough that you didn't really hear it. Yeah, because they're and nervous. I think you, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> and then you came right up to us. And they're still like hiding their laugh, and even I feel awkward. And I was just like, "Hey, I got a question. I called you guys the Blacks, like I grouped you in. Is that bad?" And you're like, "No, I don't think it's too bad." And for whatever reason, you giving like the permission that it's not so bad, yeah, made it feel worse for whatever reason. And now I won't say it. <laughs> you know why? Because because you understood that I was rating it on a curve of the kind of shit you say. <laughs> Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah, yeah, it's okay with me, and probably only with me. You get caught saying it to anyone else, yeah. you'll be beheaded. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Because you know, hey, the blacks are here is a lot better than oh, just get dark in here. <laughs> now the second one is funnier and more creative. I will say that. Uh, the sec- the second one, fruit. the second one is incredibly more racist. Is it? Yes. Did it just get dark in here? Yeah, but that one you could at least pass off that the lights went out or like it. No. Me saying, oh, the blacks are here. It's pretty obvious what I'm referencing and who I'm referencing. It's pretty obvious. Again, I'm it's, a white guy. I don't get to make the. Rules. No, you, you, you don't. You, it's, pretty, <laughs> it's pretty obvious what you're saying, but on, on a very, on a very base level. Yeah. The blacks arrived. So I mean, it sounds so wrong. It it it, it sure because it's you know it's it's still a little impolite. Yeah, yeah, impolite. I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, though, I gotta go. My wife is literally taking dinner off the barbecue as I speak. That's amazing. So thank you for this. This was fun. I'm happy we did this. <laughs> it's not too. Uh... It's not too late to repent your ways, you know. <laughs> oh, I got no regrets, okay? Can I plug something real quick? I was just about to say, please tell people where they can find you. Okay, search Wrestling With Myself anywhere podcasts are a thing. It'll come up. And uh, I've started to... I have ads on my podcast. I know they're terrible to sit through. I hate podcast ads, too. But I do make, like, pennies on it, and it's starting to build up. So just so no, uh, if you want to fast-forward through an ad, Absolutely, I get it. But if you don't want to, just know when I can finally cash out at a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. And I think we're approaching that amount where I can actually cash out. And all that money will be donated. I think I'll do to like an SPCA. Maybe I'll do a little more research. But it'll be something for dogs and cats. Something like that. So if you're too lazy to skip through an ad, just know that you're doing the God's work. All right, I'm going to go have dinner and then pirate A Quiet Place too. So you have a good night. All right, buddy. Peace, buddy. Thank you. See ya.